This is a 980 CKNW podcast. It's time for the Bedroom Bulletin. Okay, time for the Bedroom Bulletin, my favorite part. You know, your relationship may have taken a little bit of a dive over the holidays because of the stress and the busyness and the expense. Now you're looking at the credit card bills and not each other. There are a number of reasons why a couple's sex life takes a dive in the wrong direction, I might say. Not the good kind of dive, but the bad kind of dive. You might not be in the same mood at the same time to have to enjoy each other's company, shall we say. You may be distracted by stress or other factors. You may have lopsided libido. That can happen very commonly, especially as the relationship, dare I say, wears on. So there's so many different reasons why you might be distracted from sex or it's just getting boring. It's the same old, same old. Or as you advance in age and you're not exercising, there may be some medical causes uh, that are related to low intimacy rates in a couple, but uh, many women may experience sexual pain due to decreased estrogen receptors in the urogenital tract. There are skin conditions you may have, autoimmune disorders, pain conditions due to overgrowth of nerves, uh, vaginismus, there's depression, anxiety. There are lots of different reasons for um, your tanking sex life. You're tanking intimate life. Well, I'm delighted to have on the line with me from Edmonton, where she uh, spends half of her time, the other half in uh, Los Angeles, is Kat Tremarco, and she is a spiritual life coach uh, and a sex educator. And uh, hello, Kat. Hi, Maureen. Thanks for joining me on the line. You're also a speaker and a published author and writer. You are a multi-talented woman. All the things. <laughs> excellent, excellent. <laughs> um, my only regret is I, I actually, it, uh, you know, I, I heard about you and I was so excited to have you on the program. So I am still looking forward to reading your book called Self Approved. It's a bit of a memoir and it uh, forges the, your experiences of your own personal journey and upbringing and your thoughts about yourself. Um, so I'm very excited to read that book and uh, I think it would be great for the listeners to read that as well, Self Approved by Kat Tremarco. Mm-hmm. So, Kat, tell me a little bit about why you got into this area of um, care for you, you deal mainly with women, I gather, um, helping them to reclaim their sense of themselves, reclaim their sex and, and ultimately reclaim their lives. Yeah, well, it was so it was amazing just catching the last little bit of what you were um, what you were teaching on and talking about as I as I was waiting on the other line in terms of libido and <clears throat> what I've noticed is that a lot of what I do with the women I work with is approaching libido and sexuality from the different layers of our being because there's so much emphasis on the physical body and the physical expression but often within that the emotional the mental and the energetic layers get missed and there's such a huge component to being connected to our sexuality and so a little bit of my own personal journey of what sent me down this path in terms of the sexuality work I do is I was never able to orgasm with men. And I could orgasm very, very easily 
on my own self-pleasuring. And as soon as I was with a partner, I just couldn't. It was like something in me shut down and it seemed to not matter what I did physically, like what techniques we used or what different toys we brought in to, to, uh, to intercourse and to play. I just, I couldn't orgasm with a man. And so I started looking into these deeper layers of like, well, what's going on emotionally? What are my beliefs about myself as a sexual being and my beliefs about myself as a sexually embodied woman and my judgments towards myself or towards my own erotic expression and it was as I dove into these layers and started to like heal and uncover um, that I was really able to find my own pleasure like from the inside out and so that's so much of what I now help other women with is looking at all these these layers within our being that often get missed when we're talking about our sexuality and what um, did you find in those layers? What what are the issues that women are facing that um, affect their sexuality or their ability to experience orgasm or get aroused? Yeah, the two biggest ones in those layers is is one, like judgments. So looking at what judgments do I have towards myself as being a sexually embodied woman or what have I made it um, mean for other women to be sexually embodied. So for myself, I started looking at one really have always had a judgment about women who are sexually expressed openly. So looking at those judgments and dismantling them because anything we're judging within another, we can't express within ourselves. So that's one area I like to go into. And then the other is, and this can get pretty deep, but to like summarize and explain it in as short as time as possible is, pleasure and we so we grow up in a culture we grow up in a society that doesn't value pleasure we value hard work we value effort we value very masculine energied qualities and traits and so if we have a mental dynamic and an underlying belief system that being in deep states of pleasure is bad or is wrong or is somehow taking away from productivity in life and I see this come up a lot for with moms because it's like taking away something then that's a belief system that we have to dive into and rewire the belief system that pleasure is actually helping fuel how you be in all other areas of life. So those are like the two biggest ones, I would say. And so it's education often or lack thereof or poor education, poor sexuality education that leads women to uh, place less of an importance on pleasure. And, you know, we we don't educate about it at all. So is it a matter of education, of educating women? Like I find in my clinical practice, I will say to women, and I learned this from a patient, I was stunned. I'd had an hour and a half consult with her and kind of toward the end of it, I'd asked her why she wanted to get back with this abuse alcoholic ex-husband of yours who was financially controlling and had cheated on Mm -hmm. her with 500 women and um, and I said you know and you never even enjoyed having sex with them so I said after all sex is for you and she said that was the most profound thing that I said in the entire hour and a half and I realized you know I learned from her that I needed to share that with other women because other women had that false belief as well so is it education 
um, you know, that about pleasure, that pleasure is okay, it's guilt-free, it's, you know, how do you get women to believe that and understand the value of pleasure? Yeah, I think education is huge, and that's something I'm always talking about is, like, our education growing up, most of us around sex was horrible, or there was none at all. And I even grew up in a household where my mom was pretty open about talking about sex. I mean, from the time me and my brother were teenagers, she she would be, I put boxes of condoms in the bathroom, and I'll never count them. Like, just tell me when they were, like, she was really emphasized, like, there's no judgment. I know that you're going to be participating in these activities, like do it safely. Um, And even still, yeah, there's no education around pleasure. There's only safety education unless we go out and seek it ourselves. So one of the systems that I actually work with is called the erotic blueprints. And what they are is they're similar to, I like to compare them to the five love languages um, by Gary Chapman and, the five love languages are like how we give and receive love Mm -hmm. and the erotic blueprints are how our bodies and our psyches are uniquely wired to give and receive sexual pleasure. So that piece, um, that piece of work is, was formulated by a woman named Jaya, who's a somatic sexological body worker for over 20 years. And, I came. I went on to become one of her certified educators and coaches because this body of work changed my life so much because it gave exactly what you're saying. It was like the foundation for understanding sex from a pleasure standpoint, not from an anatomy standpoint or a safety standpoint. Or a service it, standpoint. Exactly. Yeah, and what you were saying about, yeah, for sure, my old belief system was, sex was about pleasing a man. So it wasn't even, I was, I was never even tuned in or tapped into my own pleasure. It was like, how can I give? How do I look sexy? How do I arouse him? It was never about me as the woman. I think a lot of women experience that. I, I totally agree with you. So many women view this as a, a service industry in their own home. Um, I have a, a an email from a listener. Dear Maureen, mm-hmm. I believe I have hypoactive sexual desire disorder. I just actually learned about this disorder recently and it really hit home. I had no idea it was a disorder and just thought it was because I'm getting older that this happens. I'm 45 and have no desire whatsoever. I love my husband. I'd love to fix it. Uh, When I was younger, I didn't have this issue. So this is hypoactive sexual desire disorder, as a little background, is when there's no sexual thoughts or fantasies and no desire for sex for the last six Mm -hmm. months, 75 to 100% of the time, as a very simple Mm -hmm. um, uh, definition of it. So somebody's mind is shut down. How would you deal with somebody like that? Because the automatic response here, perhaps for a medical practitioner, would be, there's a medication that's available in Canada um, uh-huh. and in the U.S. Uh, called Addy for hypoactive sexual desire disorder. But is there a way we can tap into the spirituality side uh, of a woman or tap into her Absolutely. thoughts um, prior to going to medication? And how would you do yeah. that? Yeah, um, this is where I would pull in the blueprints. And I always say, I would say this to my clients and anyone I'm, like when I'm teaching a workshop or a class is, like we need to take the definition of sex and expand it way out to mean something beyond intercourse, but even beyond genital touch because sex, sexual energy, it's an energy, it's a life force energy. So 
when we're looking at those five blueprints, some of the blueprints, the way in which in which they're wired is not driven towards intercourse or direct genital touch. Like, for example, one of the blueprints is um, energetic, which is mostly fed by indirect touch and tease and anticipation and connection and intimacy. So, and, and that's how I was wired. So for so long, I would like short circuit if my genitals were touched too quickly or if anything got even physical too quickly. And I didn't understand that. So my like advice to to this woman who's writing in is that yeah to take your mind and expand it that beyond physical sex or genital touch because there's so many ways to engage in different forms of touch and intimacy that can be very pleasurable with taking genitals completely off the table. Um, and we're so conditioned to look at sex as a one size fits all. And, and it's really not. So Absolutely. that would be a beautiful like alternative in addition to like whatever uh, medical that the doctor would be offering there too. Exactly. And uh, I say explore every arena, every area um, prior mm-hmm. to going on medication. Um, many, many women, as you're aware, are sexually assaulted or sexually abused or have unwanted sexual advances as children, as little girls, mm-hmm. as adolescents. Many have experienced rape. They, they describe to me they hate sex. They feel that sex is dirty. How do you help women who have been sexually abused through spiritual through spirituality or spiritual awakening? Yeah, so I don't I don't work with trauma specifically. Mm-hmm. Um, and given saying that, I believe that most of us, as women and often men too, have some level of trauma or have internalized something as a traumatic event. Um, So if someone's dealing with deep trauma, I have people who are trauma specialists that I usually refer out to. But one angle that I like to take with that is relearning, first looking at that that can be often a reason to be then shut down with a partner, right? Because if it's not safe to act to be embodied in my sexual energy, if it, this is, this is an example I like to give, it's it's such a contradiction that as women we're not supposed to be embodied in our sexual energy out in the world, but then we're because for protection, for safety, because there's a legitimate fear of I might be attacked, I might be violated, I might be raped. And then we're supposed to flip the switch on when it comes time to be intimate with a partner. And it creates an internal contradiction. So the angle that I like to come at from this is to, to teach a woman how to feel safe in her sexual energy by herself again. So to become intimate with that energy internally again on her own and then really learning how to create boundaries. And the way that I look at sexual boundaries is there's physical boundaries, but there's also energetic boundaries in knowing how to navigate your own sexual energy. When is it turned on? When is it turned off? It can be, it's it's like a dimmer switch on a light almost where you can, start to control how turned up or how turned down it is. And I find that helps women feel safe and feel more in control of their own sexual energy. And then to also feel safe turning that switch full on uh, and reclaiming want to. and reclaiming what was stolen from then from them. Yeah. Kat Trimarco, I wish we had more time. Your it was excellent information. Thank you so much. I'll definitely have you back. Yes. 
so welcome. Her website is Kat Trimarco, K-A-T-T-R-I-M-A-R-C-O.com. That's K-A-T-T-R-I-M-A-R-C-O.com. Thanks again, Kat. I really appreciate all the information. You're welcome. It was my pleasure. Thanks, Maureen. You're welcome. It was my pleasure, too. We're all talking about pleasure. I'm Maureen McGrath, and you're listening to the Sunday Night Health Show. You've been listening to a 980 CKNW podcast. Listen live at cknw.com, the Radio Player Canada app, TuneIn, Amazon Alexa, HD Radio at 101.1 FM HD2, and on the AM dial, 980 CKNW.